Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And together with our world-class coaching team, we've helped more than 6,000 women over 40 to fit back into their favorite clothes over the past decade. For more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal what causes menopause weight gain and how to avoid it. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. We've worked with so many women over 40 who were struggling to lose weight and who weren't seeing any movement on the scales, no matter how hard they tried. These women were trying all of the things which worked in their 20s and 30s, from running, to spinning, to hit to gym classes, to low-calorie dieting, shakes, keto, and fasting. But even after doing all that, they were stepping on the scales at the end of the week and seeing zero movement. For many of these ladies, this was starting to have a big impact on their confidence and their self-esteem, making it difficult for them to enjoy life to the fullest. And I can't tell you how many women I've spoken to who felt they were no longer able to wear the clothes that they wanted to wear. They were choosing clothes to wear to cover up problem areas instead of wearing things they liked, putting in loads of hard work and effort but not seeing any change in the mirror, and starting to worry that they'd never be able to get their weight under control and see the results they were looking for. But despite all of that, We help these women to remove the barriers that were blocking them from seeing results and to quickly and easily get the scales moving, lose the excess weight, regain their confidence and get back to feeling amazing in all of their clothes, all in just a few short months. In today's podcast, we're going to reveal what causes menopause weight gain and how to avoid it. And we'll share our top strategies which have helped over 6,000 women in their 40s and 50s to drop one to two dress sizes, fit back into all their favorite clothes and feel incredible wearing anything they like in 12 weeks. Awesome. So, There's a number of hormonal changes that start to happen. So this is kind of the first thing that causes the menopause weight gain. You're probably aware of this, but we're going to get into it in more depth today. And a lot of these hormonal changes start to happen a lot earlier than people think. So I think a lot of people think menopause is something that happens. And obviously, if it's happened to you, you won't think this anymore. But a lot of people think, oh, it's something that happens maybe in your 50s. But menopause is defined as when you've gone a a year straight without a period and a lot of the time that's quite hard to figure out if people are on contraception or birth control or have the coil so it's hard to figure out when that is anyway but the changes that start to happen before that so perimenopause can start a lot earlier than people think so often it can happen a decade or more earlier so for people that can start to happen in their late 30s or in their early 40s we've worked with lots of clients who've gone through menopause in their very early 40s or even earlier so these changes that start to happen, the first changes you need to understand are the change in the female sex hormone. So this is estrogen and progesterone and the production of these decreases. And it starts to decrease and starts to fluctuate a lot earlier than people think. And it's this drop in estrogen that causes a lot of the symptoms of menopause. So things like hot flushes, things like joint aches and pains, night sweats, brain fog, anxiety, overwhelm, and also partially weight gain. However, what actually causes that weight gain in our experience around menopause is something kind of another level down from this. So it's kind of like a, um, it's the first thing is these these changes with estrogen and progesterone. That's kind of like the tier one changes, but then we've got these tier two um, hormonal changes that start to happen because of those first changes with estrogen and progesterone. So let's break it down for you. We make like to make things really, really simple. So 
The thing that people are not talking about enough in our experience is how the body then responds to stress differently and the effects of cortisol, which is the main stress hormone. So Ben, why don't you go into a little bit more detail about cortisol? Because I think that's the real key to menopause weight gain and also menopause weight loss. So cortisol, which is the stress hormone, it obviously it, it often gets talked about as being a bad hormone, but that's not always the case. So in short bursts, so for example, triggered by a short-term stress, cortisol is actually beneficial. So for example, when you exercise, cortisol is released as a side effect of that exercise and it's there to serve like a useful role so it basically helps with your muscles breaking down so when you exercise you know you're challenging the muscles you get that that muscle soreness that you experience after the exercise your muscles break down because of that exercise stimulus you've given them and then they rebuild and they build back up stronger cortisol also helps with releasing fat from fat cells so you know it's going to help you get stronger tone up and lose body fat it's also got other benefits. So for example, it helps to form memories, which is why we tend to remember stressful events more than happy times. Uh, I know recently me and Rob did a um, a challenge called the Welsh 3000s, which was like a 45 kilometer, 19 hour hiking challenge doing 4,000 meters of elevation gain. And I can remember that like really, really clearly because it was a very difficult and a very stressful experience. Whereas if you ask me, you know, exactly this time last week, what was I doing? Absolutely no idea. Can't remember it at all. I can say I probably was at my desk doing something in my office, but I can't really vividly have any memory of that because it didn't have that same sort of stress to it. So yeah, it just goes to show how that's true. However, despite cortisol having these beneficial effects in the short term, if cortisol is elevated all the time from long-term stress, so what we call chronically elevated, there's a lot of negative side effects. So it can lead to insulin resistance so insulin is a storage hormone and that then encourages fat storage especially around the middle area so a lot of the women that we work with they struggle with that weight gain especially around the middle area it can also lead to leptin resistance so leptin is a hunger hormone um, which means that you feel hungrier and you have more cravings for comfort foods it's especially going to give you cravings for foods containing kind of carbs and sugar they're kind of the the main things that, you're good, that people find themselves drawn towards because of this. And the third thing that's going to happen is thyroid function decreases. And what this is going to do, so the thyroid basically controls your metabolism. So as the thyroid function decreases, it slows your metabolism down, making it more difficult to lose weight. We call these three things the weight gain triangle. So basically this makes it easier to gain weight, especially around the middle area. It makes it more difficult to lose weight. And at the same time, it's making you hungrier making you crave these unhealthy foods which are then also is going to fuel that weight gain so that this is one of the reasons why cortisol can make it more difficult for women to achieve their fitness goals around menopause so what actually causes cortisol levels to be chronically elevated because that's what's going to trigger the weight gain triangle and it's then going to make it as ben said really hard to lose weight really easy to gain it so there's some obvious things that are going to cause stress levels to be high all the time. So constant work stress, constant family stress. And a lot of the people we work with are in this sort of sandwich generation where they're caring for aging parents. Um, a lot of them have ill parents and also they're looking after children even if they're grown up. But it's not just these obvious things like work and family that make stress levels and cortisol levels higher. There's a lot of things people don't realize are also increasing the stress levels and it's the total stress 
that matters. It doesn't matter on the source of the stress. They all contribute to what's called the allostatic stress on the body, which is the total stress on the body, and they all elevate cortisol. So it's when you have everything on top of you, which a lot of people do at this time of life, around menopause, that kind of age, then it can get really, really difficult. So it's important to understand the other things that you may be able to control more than the work stress and the family stress. So other things that make this worse. First of all, and again, this is one you can't control, but getting older means your body is more sensitive to stress. You get an elevated stress response. It stays higher for longer. So those cortisol levels stay higher for longer the older you get. Unfortunately, this is three times greater, this increased stress response with age for women than for men. So you can now go and tell your husband, your partner, your family members who are male, there's an actual scientific basis for why it is harder for you to lose weight than them. It's, we have so many clients who say, my husband just cut out alcohol for a month and lost a stone or two stone, or just cut back on eating snacks and lost all this weight. And they did the same thing, nothing happened. So you need to be way more specific um, and targeted with an approach um, around menopause. Other things that also can affect cortisol is lack of sleep. And this is obviously something that's very difficult to get quality sleep and enough sleep around menopause. That's again, especially when work stressful, you might be working late, family things are going on as well. You might be getting late night phone calls on top of night sweats, all of those menopause side effects that can affect sleep, broken sleep anyway. And there's things you can do to optimize that. We've talked about that in sleep specific episodes, but for now, just understand that again, this is adding to that total stress on the body that could be leading to chronically high cortisol levels. So if you have poor sleep, you're a female, you're around menopause, all of these things are contributing to it. Other things that may be a bit more within your control, so alcohol is a is actually a stressor for the body. So a lot of people drink to try and cope with stress. I won't say de-stress, but to cope with stress because work's really stressful, family's stressful, and it's a bit of an escape, but it actually raises internal stress levels. It also disrupts um, your hormones, so it makes menopause symptoms a hell of a lot worse, lack of sleep, night sweats, um, hot flushes, all of those things. So it actually makes those internal stress levels higher. But then there's also sort of fitness related approaches that people have done in the past that work well when they're younger that make this even worse. So low calorie dieting is actually a really awful thing you can do for spiking cortisol. So if your body thinks it's starving, it will see that as a source of stress. So you, by starving yourself, you can actually trigger that weight gain triangle and put your body in a state where it cannot lose fat. And that's really, really important around menopause to understand. So those 1,000 calorie a day diets, 1,200 calorie a day diets, or even less, like fast 800, they do not work around menopause well at all. Most people cannot do them. Their life already has enough stress. That will just push it over the edge. On top of that, some people even combine that with things like high-intensity exercise, like hit or spinning, like gym classes, like body pump, like CrossFit. And this is extremely stressful on the body. So if you were already doing some of those other things we've talked about that can like make those cortisol levels higher and potentially risk triggering the weight gain triangle, adding in this really intense exercise is very likely to push things over the edge. And then on top of that, we've got a couple more things. So things like caffeine as well. If you're having a lot of caffeine, especially in the afternoons, which disrupts sleep, that can then kind of, you know, it's, it, it stimulates your adrenal glands. Um, caffeine does so you, you're then pumping out all this this adrenaline, and they also are responsible partly for releasing cortisol, and that can then also lead to um, spiking those cortisol levels even further. Dehydration is another one that can can also have an issue, uh, an impact on this. And then lastly, if you're just, 
you know, you never get a, a break, you never get any natural light, you never get any fresh air. That's also been shown to kind of lead to higher cortisol levels. So if you can imagine all of these different sources of stress, like I think there's a bath in Harry Potter where it's got tons of different taps. And uh, I think it's the one where Harry meets Moaning Myrtle if you're a Harry Potter fan or your children are Harry Potter fans. But he turns on all these different taps and all these different types of bubbles and things come into the bath in different colors. That's kind of what this is like. It's like you've got a bath with the plug-in and all of these different sources of stress from work to family to menopause. Well, that's not a source of stress, but that means you don't deal with it as well From to, to alcohol, um, to low-calorie dieting. All of these things are different sources of stress. And they, if you have more and more of these taps on, it's more likely the bath is going to fill up and overflow and cause a mess. And this will make it easier to gain weight and harder to lose it. So what we want to think about here is is trying to manage some of these sources of stress but it's not just stress and cortisol that causes menopause weight gain either like this is this is this is probably the main thing we see but there's also other things um so ben what other things do you see that also contribute to this so there are a couple of other things that can happen uh, that happen in people's lives around the same time as menopause um which can compound these effects that you just mentioned, Rob. So for example, you, I don't know, you've already touched on, but being part of the sandwich generation. So what we mean by that is caring for aging parents, often on top of continuing to care for children, even if they're mostly grown up. So, you know, those things can be stressful. It's also seems to be the case that, you know, as soon as everything seems to be going smoothly, something, something bad always seems to happen in terms of your family life or your personal life. Those things, you know, life will just throw you those curveballs every so often. A lot of the women we work with as well are also kind of reaching the top in their career. So as they're climbing that career ladder, they're spending all day in back-to-back meetings. They've got more responsibility. They've got more people reporting to them. They've got this never-ending email inbox. They're in charge of a big team. And all those things are not only stressful, elevating those cortisol levels, but at the same time, they're also very tiring. They're very time-consuming. And all of that is going to make it more likely that that you'll trigger that weight gain triangle and also then less likely that you'll have the time and energy to eat well and exercise, especially if you're following some of the typical diet and exercise programs out there, which can actually be very inefficient and very time consuming and therefore don't work very well for women around menopause. So how can you succeed if you are a busy, high achieving woman around menopause? Well, the good news is you can. Like with our private coaching clients, we work with our clients changing hormones rather than against them. And we also work in a way that's going to fit around their life. And it's those two things that you really want to make sure you're doing if you want to avoid menopause weight gain and actually see some really great results. And our clients typically lose one to two stone, one to two dress sizes. If you're working pounds, 15 to 30 pounds in 12 weeks, following what we're about to talk about. So I'll talk about exercise first. The key things here is to avoid high intensity exercise like HIT, like spinning, like gym classes or CrossFit. Running as well if you're not a natural runner and you're not already really light because running is all about being really, really like skinny and light basically. So avoid those high intensity exercises, those really, really difficult types of exercise that get your heart rate through the roof, um, have you drenched in sweat. You don't need to do those and actually they're going to make things worse, not better. Instead, what you want to do is stick to low impact strength training. So we call this list training, low impact strength training. It's really, really efficient and it keeps stress levels on the body low. So it will minimize the stress response. It also builds muscle 
and it also helps increase bone density so it kind of counteracts all of the the things that usually happen with aging um, to make you firm and toned and to make you as healthy as possible and this can be done from home so our clients do this three times a week for 30 to 45 minutes from home so it doesn't take up too much time they don't have to commute to and from a gym or to and from a personal trainer they can do this at home they can even do it in a gap in a meeting so they've got 30 minute gap between two meetings they can just fit that in and they only have to do it on three days so they've still got four days more than half the week where they don't need to be trying to fit workouts in and, and because it's so efficient it gets as good as results well better because those other things don't work as you get older but it gets just as good a results even um as training like five six days a week more less efficiently so combine that with what's called an increase in NEAT. So NEAT is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It's a complicated word to basically mean moving more. So it's really basic, but moving more in a low stress way. The easiest way to measure this is keeping your step count up. So tracking those steps, aiming to have at least 5,000 steps a day is a good place to start as this is gentle on the body and the joints and it will help to um, accelerate your progress a little bit without overstressing the body. Some of our clients who can't get out much, they're busy in meetings, they, they use a standing desk, burns about twice as many calories as sitting, or they use a walking treadmill like they have at their desk. Um, one of our team members um, who's a busy mum in her 40s also has one of these walking treadmills and she does her work um, whilst, whilst walking. Um, you may have to get a little bit creative, but the simplest way is to get out for a 15 minute walk at lunch if you can. Um, if you can't do that and a workout, do it on the non-workout days. So that's exercise. What about nutrition, Ben? So nutrition wise, the first thing you want to do is just avoid extreme approaches like super low calories. So things like 800 calories, 1200 calories, shake diets, avoid cutting out whole food groups as well as all of those things can overstress the body. So as you've said before, for women around menopause, keeping that stress level low is absolutely key. And you want to avoid those chronically high cortisol levels, which could trigger the weight gain triangle. So firstly, forget about those really extreme dieting approaches even if they may have worked in the past they're probably not going to work that well for women around menopause what we'd recommend instead would be an approach we call hormonally balanced eating so that is going to consist of two main stages so the first stage is what we call the diet makeover so we do this with our clients and basically we just ask them to avoid hormone disrupting foods so, so there are four key food groups that we call the wads foods which are wheat, alcohol, dairy, and sugar. Um, this helps with a few things. So firstly, it helps to kickstart fat loss because just by cutting out these foods, which most of the time are all, you know, sort of ultra processed type foods, which I know is a big thing at the moment, people sort of uh, getting more aware of ultra processed foods and how those can have a negative impact on your health and also on your on your weight. So by cutting those things out, you generally end up kickstarting some fat loss. At the same time, you'll get your cravings under control and as well, you'll then avoid triggering menopause symptoms. So this diet makeover basically is going to get you some fast results and it's going to boost your energy levels, reduce cravings, just get you feeling really good. And it's it's a great thing to do that we do with our clients because, you know, as soon as somebody's signed up to Fit Over 40, they tend to be very excited at that point. They're very like, right, I've just joined this new program. I'm raring to go. Let's get some results. So we do the diet makeover, get them some quick wins. And then once we've finished with that, we move into what we call the key three. So the key three are calories, protein, and fiber. These are all specific to each individual. So, you know, everyone we work with is different. They have a different body weight, a different um, 
body type, different kind of goals, different previous dieting history. They're aiming for different results that they want to achieve. So we give them a different target in terms of their calories, their protein, and their fiber. For all of these things, we want to have not too much, not too little. We want to get just the right amount. So with calories, you know, if you eat too much, you will gain weight. If you eat too little, you can overstress the body and then also, you know, restrict the amount of weight loss that you can achieve. So by getting the, the perfect amount, that's going to get you the best possible results, especially long-term results. Protein is really key. We all, we always try and get people to eat the right amount of protein. It's very filling. It's very good for recovery from workouts. And then fiber as well, again, helps keep people full and satisfied. And also if you're eating a high fiber diet, it usually means you're going to be eating plenty of fruits and vegetables, which is excellent for just health, just generally feeling really, really good. So following an approach like this, so the, the hormonally balanced eating method, the diet makeover, the key three, it's a bit like using a motorized lawnmower versus cutting the lawn with scissors. So following these other approaches, really kind of extreme approaches, doing the wrong type of exercise as well, it's going to be very inefficient, meaning you can put in loads and loads of effort. You could do loads of workouts. You could be really restrictive with your nutrition, yet not see results that are that good at the end of the at the end of the week or the end of the month. Using an approach which is designed specifically for women over 40, specifically for women around menopause, is just going to get you better results for the same amount of effort. If you can imagine just go, you know, getting on your hands and knees, crawling across the lawn and cutting it with scissors, it's going to take you all day and it's not going to be ideal. The result's not going to be that good. But if you get a, get a lawnmower out and you cut the grass, five minutes, 10 minutes maybe, five minutes maybe a bit optimistic or an extremely small lawn, but that's going to get you a very, very nice result very quickly, very easily, and then you can get on with the rest of your life. So our clients follow this type of approach and typically we'll have people lose about one to two stone in 12 weeks, just like our client Harriet did. So Rob, do you want to go through what Harriet was able to achieve following this kind of approach? Yeah, so this is a great example of how things can change if you get the right approach um, around menopause. And just to point out, this applies from perimenopause all the way, well, I don't want to say until you die, that sounds morbid, but before the rest of your life, um, so post-menopause as well. So Harriet um, is 56, she's from London, and she works in film and television. And here's what she said. So she said, my weight had been slowly creeping up since my 50th birthday. I was in a job I loved, but it was very stressful and I was finding it hard to get to the gym. And when I did, no amount of cardio seemed to make any difference. Then the pandemic happened and my mum passed away at the start of it and I was really down and I just ate and drank mindlessly as a way of numbing everything. I think the nudge came when I started to buy size 16 trousers and thought, what the hell, this isn't me. I was really miserable of the way I looked and felt. At the end of 2021, I accepted this offer for a new job and thought it was a good time to make a fresh start with everything. I was scanning the internet and found Trinity. I liked that it was a fresh approach to losing weight when you're over 40. The work for you when you were no longer, uh, then what you were doing before was not necessarily going to help after the menopause. I've always hated cardio and loved weights, so that appealed to me a lot. I'd never really stuck to anything in the past. I jumped on the latest fad, no carbs, keto, etc., and would lose a bit, get bored with it, and then put it all back again and more. Now I've lost just under two stone. I've lost eight inches from my waist and over 30 inches all over. I'm fitting into size 10 to 12 clothes rather than the 14 to 16, and you can actually see my waist now. I'm so much stronger generally, more flexible, and my balance has improved, which I know is really important as you get older. 
I'm probably the fittest I've been in over 10 years and I notice that I'm lifting heavier and have more stamina in gym classes than women half my age. So that makes me feel very happy. I'm more resilient and have challenged myself to be more mindful of my food and drink choices. I've had friends and colleagues tell me how well I'm looking and are interested in how I've done it. And a couple of friends have even joined Trinity themselves. So if you're thinking about it, just do it. It may seem daunting at first, but the coaches help you break everything down into smaller goals, which really helps you to focus on the journey step by step. Amazing. So really good results there, really good transformation. And if you want to find out more about Fit Over 40 and our private coaching, head over to www.fit40info.com. Yeah, we would love to help you. So that just about wraps up for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next week for another episode. We will see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.